Question 49 of Summa Theologica, Pars Prima, Trinity and Creation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Jim Ruddy. Summa Theologica, Pars Prima, Trinity and Creation by St. Thomas Aquinas. Translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. Question 49. The Cause of Evil. We next inquire into the cause of evil. Concerning this there are three points of inquiry. Whether good can be the cause of evil. Whether the supreme good, God, is the cause of evil. And whether there be any supreme evil which is the first cause of all evils first article whether good can be the cause of evil objection one it would seem that good cannot be the cause of evil for it is said a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit objection two further one contrary cannot be the cause of another but evil is the contrary to good therefore good cannot be the cause of evil objection three further a deficient effect can proceed only from a deficient cause but evil is a deficient effect therefore its cause if it has one is deficient but everything deficient is an evil therefore the cause of evil can only be evil objection four further dionysius says that evil has no cause therefore good is not the cause of evil on the contrary augustine says there is no possible source of evil except good i answer that it must be said that every evil in some way has a cause for evil is the absence of the good which is natural and due to a thing but that anything fail from its natural and due disposition can come only from some cause drawing it out of its proper disposition for a heavy thing is not moved upwards except by some impelling force nor does an agent f fail in its action except from some impediment but only good can be a cause because nothing can be a cause except inasmuch as it is a being and every being as such is good and if we consider the special kinds of causes we see that the agent the form and the end import some kind of perfection which belongs to the notion of good even matter as a potentiality to good has the nature of good now that good is the cause of evil by way of the material cause was shown above for it was shown that good is the subject of evil but evil has no formal cause rather it is a privation of form likewise neither has it a final cause but rather it is a privation of order to the proper end since not only the end has the nature of good but also the useful which is ordered to the end evil however has a cause by way of an agent not directly but accidentally in proof of this we must know that evil is caused in the action otherwise than in the effect in the action evil is caused by reason of the defect of some principle of action either of the principle or the instrumental agent thus the defect in the movement of an animal may happen by reason of the weakness of the motive power as in the case of children or by reason only of the ineptitude of the instrument as in the lame on the other hand evil is caused in a thing but not in the proper effect of the agent sometimes by the power of the agent sometimes by region of de a defect 
either of the agent or of the matter. It is caused by reason of the power or perfection of the agent when there necessarily follows on the form intended by the agent the privation of another form as for instance when on the form of fire there follows the privation of the form of air or of water therefore as the more perfect the fire is in strength so much the more perfectly does it impress its own form so also the more perfectly does it corrupt the contrary hence that evil and corruption befall air and water comes from the perfection of the fire but this is accidental because fire does not aim at the privation of the form of water but at the bringing in of its own form though by doing this it also accidentally causes the other but if there is a defect in the proper effect of the fire as for instance that it fails to heat this comes either by defect of the action which implies the defect of some principle as was said above or by the indisposition of the matter which does not receive the action of fire or the agent but this very fact that it is a deficient being is accidental to good to which of itself it belongs to act hence it is true that evil in no way has any but an accidental cause and thus is good the cause of evil reply to objection one as augustine says the lord calls an evil will the evil tree and a good will a good tree now a good will does not produce a morally bad act since it is from the good will itself that a moral act is judged to be good nevertheless the movement itself of an evil will is caused by the rational creature which is good and thus good is the cause of evil reply to objection to good does not cause that evil which is contrary to itself but some other evil thus the goodness of the fire causes evil to the water and man good as to his nature causes an act morally evil and as explained above this is by accident moreover it does happen sometimes that one contrary causes another by accident for instance the exterior surrounding cold heats the body through the concentration of the inward heat reply to objection three evil has a deficient cause in voluntary things otherwise than in natural things for the natural agent produces the same kind of effect as it is itself unless it is impeded by some exterior thing and this amounts to some defect belonging to it hence evil never follows in the effect unless some other evil pre-exists in the agent or in the matter as was said above but in voluntary things the defect of the action comes from the will actually deficient inasmuch as it does not actually subject itself to its proper rule this defect however is not a fault but fault follows upon it from the fact that the will acts with this defect reply to objection for evil has no direct cause but only an accidental cause as was said above second article whether the supreme good god is the cause of evil objection one it would seem that the supreme good god is the cause of evil for it is said i am the lord and there is no other god forming the light and creating darkness making peace and creating evil and amos shall there be evil in a city which the lord hath not done objection to further the effect of the secondary cause is reduced to the first cause but good is the cause of evil as was said above therefore since god is the cause of every good as was shown above it follows that also every evil is from god objection three further as is said by the philosopher the cause of both safety and danger of the ship is the same 
But God is the cause of the safety of all things. Therefore, He is the cause of all perdition and of all evil. On the contrary, Augustine says that God is not the author of evil, because He is not the cause of tending to not being. I answer that, as appears from what was said, the evil which consists in the defect of action is always caused by the defect of the agent. But in God there is no defect, but the highest perfection, as was shown above. Hence the evil which consists in defective action, or which is caused by defect of the agent, is not reduced to God as to its cause. But the evil which consists in the corruption of some things is reduced to God as the cause, and this appears as regards both natural things and voluntary things. For it was said that some agent, inasmuch as it produces by its power a form to which follows corruption and defect, causes by its power that corruption and defect. But it is manifest that the form which God chiefly intends in things created is the good of the order of the universe. Now the order of the universe requires, as was said above, that there should be some things that can and do sometimes fail. And thus God, by causing in things the good of the order of the universe, consequently, and as it were by accident, causes the corruptions of things. According to Kings, Book 1, the Lord killeth and maketh alive. But when we read that God hath not made death, the sense is that God does not will death for its own sake. Nevertheless, the order of justice belongs to the order of the universe, and this requires that penalty should be dealt out to sinners. And so God is the author of the evil which is penalty, but not of the evil which is fault, by reason of what is said above. Reply to Objection 1. These passages refer to the evil of penalty and not to the evil of fault. Reply to Objection 2. The effect of the deficient secondary cause is reduced to the first non-deficient cause as regards what it has of being and perfection, but not as regards what it has of defect, just as whatever there is of motion in the act of limping is caused by the motive power, whereas what there is of obliqueness in it does not come from the motive power but from the curvature of the leg and likewise whatever there is of being an action in a bad action is reduced to god as the cause whereas whatever defect is in it is not caused by god but by the deficient secondary cause Reply to objection 3. The sinking of a ship is attributed to the sailor as the cause from the fact that he does not fulfill what the safety of the ship requires. But God does not fail in doing what is necessary for the safety of all. Hence there is no parity. Third article, whether there be one supreme evil which is the cause of every evil. Objection 1. It would seem that there is one supreme evil which is the cause of every evil. For contrary effects have contrary causes. But contrariety is found in things according to Ecclesiasticus. Good is set against evil and life against death. So also is the sinner against a just man. Therefore there are many contrary principles, one of good, the other of evil. Objection to further, if one contrary is in nature, so is the other. But the supreme good is in nature and is the cause of every good as was shown above. Therefore also there is a supreme evil opposed to it as the cause of every evil. Objection 3 further, as we find good and better things, so we find evil and worse. 
but good and better are so considered in relation to what is best therefore evil and worse are so considered in relation to some supreme evil objection for further everything participated is reduced to what is essential but things which are evil among us are evil not essentially but by participation therefore we must seek for some supreme essential evil which is the cause of every evil objection five further whatever is accidental is reduced to that which is per se but good is the accidental cause of evil therefore we must suppose some supreme evil which is the per se cause of evils nor can it be said that evil has no per se cause but only an accidental cause for it would then follow that evil would not exist in the many but only in the few objection six further the evil of the effect is reduced to the evil of the cause because the deficient effect comes from the deficient cause as was said above but we cannot proceed to infinity in this matter therefore we must suppose one first evil as the cause of every evil on the contrary the supreme good is the cause of every being as was shown above therefore there cannot be any principle opposed to it as the cause of evils i answer that it appears from what precedes that there is no one first principle of evil as there is one first principle of good first indeed because the first principle of good is essentially good as was shown above but nothing can be essentially bad for it was shown above that every being as such is good and that evil can exist only in good as in its subject secondly because the first principle of good is the highest and perfect good which precontains in itself all goodness as shown above but there cannot be a supreme evil because as was shown above although evil always lessens good yet it never wholly consumes it and thus while good ever remains nothing can be wholly and perfectly bad therefore the philosopher says that if the holy evil could be it would destroy itself because all good being destroyed which it need be for something to be wholly evil evil itself would be taken away since its subject is good thirdly because the very nature of evil is against the idea of a first principle both because every evil is caused by good as was shown above and because evil can be only an accidental cause and thus it cannot be the first cause for ac the accidental cause is subsequent to the direct cause those however who upheld two first principles one good and the other evil fell into this error from the same cause whence also arose other strange notions of the ancients namely because they failed to consider the universal cause of all being and considered only the particular causes of particular effects for on that account if they found a thing hurtful to something by the power of its own nature they thought that the very nature of that thing was evil as for instance if one should say that the nature of fire was evil because it burnt the house of a poor man the judgment however of the goodness of anything does not depend upon its order to any particular thing but rather upon what it is in itself and on its order to the whole universe wherein every part has its own perfectly ordered place as was said above likewise because they found two contrary particular causes of two contrary particular effects they did not know how to reduce these contrary particular causes to the universal common cause and therefore they extended the contrariety of causes even to the first principles 
but since all contraries agree in something common it is necessary to search for one common cause for them above their own contrary proper causes as above the contrary qualities of the elements exists the power of a heavenly body and above all things that exist no matter how there exists one first principle of being as was shown above reply to objection one contraries agree in one genus and they also agree in the nature of being and therefore although they have contrary particular causes nevertheless we must come at last to one first common cause reply to objection to privation and habit belong naturally to the same subject now the subject of privation is a being in potentiality as was said above hence since evil is privation of good as appears from what was said above it is opposed to that good which has some potentiality but not to the supreme good who is pure act reply to objection three increase in intensity is in proportion to the nature of a thing and as the form is a perfection so privation removes a perfection hence every form perfection and good is intensified by approach to the perfect term but privation and evil by receding from that term hence a thing is not said to be evil and worse by reason of access to the supreme evil in the same way as it is said to be good and better by reason of access to the supreme good reply to objection for no being is called evil by participation but by privation of participation hence it is not necessary to reduce it to any essential evil reply to objection five evil can only have an accidental cause as was shown above hence reduction to any per se cause of evil is impossible and to say that evil is in the greater number is simply false for things which are generated and corrupted in which alone can there be natural evil are the smaller part of the whole universe and again in every species the defect of nature is in the smaller number in man alone does evil appear as in the greater number because the good of man as regards the senses is not the good of man as man that is in regard to reason and more men seek good in regard to the senses than good according to reason reply to objection six in the causes of evil we do not proceed to infinity but reduce all evils to some good cause whence evil follows accidentally the end of question forty nine